0: Can you imagine meeting the creators of your favorite tabletop games? Or maybe you're looking for new adventures? Then join us January 20th through the 22nd, 2023, when Ice and Dice welcomes the creator of Vampire the Masquerade, as well as other writers, artists, and illustrators from the world of darkness. Ice and Dice is a tabletop gaming convention in Cincinnati, Ohio, that recognizes the importance of both the indie creators working on new games and the giants of the gaming world. Immerse yourself in the world of darkness, shadow run, wander home, and good society. Come discover new indie games that will capture your imagination. You're thinking, I'm into that. Where do I sign up? I'm so glad you asked. Go to iceanddice.com. That's ice, A-N-D, Dice.com. There you'll find event details and a link to purchase your badge. You can also find us on Facebook See you there.
1: We keep the call, our fire will roll through wastelands under the night sky to meet our need
2: Welcome to Smash Brothers. Oh, I'm sorry. Welcome to Crumpet Nation. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to play Dungeons & Dragons game. I have your host and Dungeon Master Kelly, storyteller, or GM. I don't know the appropriate terms anymore because of the uh, social gaming climate. I don't know. Anyway, I, I'm the guy that tells the story and, and, and everybody else plays in my world or the world, a world, there's something that's going on, but it's there. So uh, we have our same group because guess what? We record two episodes at a time. Uh, we didn't lose anybody, we didn't gain anybody, so just a little bit of our souls in the last episode. Uh, we're going to go around the table, and another fun fact, or something we didn't know about the character or the person, or just a character, completely up to you, I don't want to make you put you on the spot. But w- uh, what's an odd habit you and your character has? Um, if we're going to go ahead and start with Charles.
3: Okay. No. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Philip from Portugal, and uh, I am playing Charles Wolfwood, the cleric. So, for myself, one uh, quirky habit or hard habit I have, I like to have things in pairs. So, mm. sometimes, even if I'm, I prefer to eat less. Uh, one cookie less and have it remaining in the pair like two, four, six, eight, ten. Then eating eleven or nine. Yeah. Now, here's so,
2: a cool, oh yeah, no, no, let's go. No, ahead, no, no, so, no, no, sir. No, no.
3: Okay, for, for <laughs> Charles. Maybe he's like a, a like a hot ball in terms of, because he likes to try and experiment with things. So he's like he's almost always trying to grab things that uh, call to his attention and trying to see how they work. And being on a monast- in a monastery that is kind of weird at the time, at least because he he likes to. Uh, do experiments and like trying to see how things work together okay
2: uh what i was going to say uh if if your wife is ever uh diabolical towards you does she ever make that number like (laughs) odd like does she have like three cookies left in in the thing because you did something and she's like eat this fourth one (laughs) what's Uh, or just leave half a one instead of two whole uh, you only got one and a half. And I, <laughs>
3: so. uh, we haven't, a, that haven't passed yet, but. It might uh, happen now. <laughs> when she listens it to
2: episode, she might be like, yeah. and then you'll be
3: like <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Kelly. Thank <laughs> you, you. You'll be like, I'm not mad
2: at you because you listen to the episode. Uh, that's what I tell my <laughs> wife. Uh, cause I always say stuff uh, about my wife, and then sometimes she's like, "Hey, in the episode you said this." I'm like, oh, "You listened to the episode, <laughs> um, yeah?" Okay, so those are both interesting things. I'll make sure to give everything in pairs
3: to you, so not not I. Uh, Thank you so much. I'm not a, I'm not that 13. obsessed. Like, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got I got a,
2: vials, I got 19. <laughs> oh, God, we said 10 a, vials at the beginning. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I got to 19 on the dice, so I must re roll it until I get a pair. Oh, yeah. Hold on.
2: I always have to have. Just I, rounding up. Yeah. I need to have more dice rolls. I'm sorry. I have to do this. It's part of my thing. Uh, all right. Well, let's, let's see what um, Blanche has to say.
4: Yeah. So my name's Stephanie. I'm in Denver, Colorado. I play Blanche the Wizard. Uh, one, I don't know how odd it is, but I tend to sing probably way too much from the shower driving i also have music playing like 24 7 so that probably doesn't help but i tend to sing to my i'm a dog groomer in the real world i'll tend to sing to the dogs i've caught myself singing to a client the other day i'm sure they thought i was crazy um, <laughs> so, Yay.
2: i can't wait for the convention
4: <laughs> <laughs> so no i'll be good uh so blanche um you know when she's uh reading her books or studying or just trying to think to herself um she she just kind of hums to herself gets in her happy place yeah
2: okay. all right fair, fair. enough I, all right i mean I'm singing i don't i don't mind doing that it's weird when you're singing to yourself and no one knows who you're talking to but they hear you but that's cool no there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that I, I, yeah i'm cool with that so uh, what about you uh, elizabeth
5: hi uh I'm Bettina. I'm from Denmark, and I play Elizabeth everly the Ranger um I guess for myself um I buy these little um court glass jars and I turn them into these little potion like decorations um I'm not sure everyone will find that odd, but I feel like that's how it's gonna be for every answer we've given um and I fill them with like artificial moss or colored beads or something to make little. They kind of look like little potions. And some of them get like a wax seal on on the top to make them extra special looking. Uh, and for Elizabeth, um, she eats the entire apple, including the core of the apple. Uh, and again, to some that might not be weird, but I think it's weird, and she does that.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's freak. Uh, no, 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 that's that's not too bad. I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah no i i get it uh i i i collect little vials and jars thing you know stuff like that too and i film and i have a wax seal press so that's 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 not odd i find it normal most people don't right so um
5: kind of what i'm thinking
2: yeah 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 so an odd habit i have is um uh God, i got so many like where do i start oh, so many. um Gee golly gosh, Hmm. Uh, I think that I rearrange my five monitors every couple of days um, and put them in order because I feel like I move stuff around a lot. So I find myself uh, instead of just leaving it, let it sit there. I have to align all of my files to fit whatever stuff. Yeah, so it's it's more of an OCD thing. So it's not really odd, that's just sad uh and then all the npcs their habits are they're just really no- nosy and that's why they always mess with you guys so guess, <laughs> it's more of a uh you know a non-player character trait but that's their weird uh habit because they want to know what you're doing all the time as well as <laughs> uh Okay, uh, another weird habit. Like I always have to have like a podcast or music playing if I walk outside, I, or in my car, I, I have to have something. Uh, and I don't if I'm forced to listen to myself or my wife, then you know I get a little bonkers. No, but now, uh, <laughs> we listen to podcasts too uh, while we're driving, so it's it's not that weird. Anyway, so what happened last time on Crumpets and Kerosene,
5: Elizabeth? Let's see. Last time we, (laughs) our dear adventurers, tried to figure out what had happened at the inn next to the jail. Um, In the attempts of finding that out, um, Typhoid Midge, the woman accused of causing a couple of deaths there, actually did die. We resurrected her just to find out she was the source of the problem. She was the one who had poisoned um at least a couple of men um so much so that they had died um via a flower a purple rose looking flower and in a minor combat scene um blanche managed to use mage hand to crush the flower into mitch's face basically and she after having been (laughs) resurrected died again
2: fair enough that's cool It's cool uh
5: yeah that pretty much feel like this the recap of this episode makes us look bad
2: (laughs) yeah no you guys are horrible human (laughs) beings uh you brought a person back just to kill them again but you at least you find out that they they were wrong uh yeah they were bad (laughs) (laughs) they were a bad person
5: (laughs) yeah maybe that's just their habit
4: she was laughing and being happy about killing people. So, yeah, right, it right. <laughs> really in the wrong. Yeah. Uh,
2: and so, yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and get this uh, dice uh, skipping down the road. Okay. So the door shuts behind you, all, and you hear what? And then you are carrying this corpse uh, back to um, uh, the inn, the alchemist.
3: And. Yeah. Um, to Arcane Apothecarium.
2: Yep. And it's it, you don't run into anything. No one sees you carrying a corpse. Occasionally the hand falls out and Twig's like, ha, ha, look at that. Uh <laughs> but you guys make it back. And uh, yeah, the door swings open. And he's just sitting behind the counter. Uh, and he's seems like he's got his mortal pestle. And he's like making something.
3: Okay. So, hello, uh, Ram. We have your client here.
2: Oh, oh! You brought him. To, so, did you figure out how it happened, or? Uh. Uh, <laughs> yes. I and set him on the slab over there. You know, there's a slab inside the apothecary, which you thought was a table at first, but now you seeing the ones that are in the basement of the other place. It looks exactly the same, but it's. In the upstairs, it's in the main floor of the apothecary. (laughs) It's weird. Uh, But yeah, you lay his body on there and uh,
3: yeah. Well, yeah, we found what happened. It seems that Mage has a tendency to give purple roses to to, to men. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: And as he's saying that, he's closing a curtain. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
3: Purple flowers. No, no Yeah, <laughs> she, she told she told us it was you sold them to her, so
2: Oh, and he opens it back up and you see beautiful flowers behind this case. We see multiple colors and different uh the the instead of yellow, some have red, some have violet, some have black. Um, but there's the little garden of flowers growing in there, but it's behind glass.
3: Yeah. so I, I, I find it odd that the authorities would allow you to sell those kind of flowers
2: well yeah usually when they come by I I, uh, I have to bribe them or offer a drink water <laughs> These plants points over to it's like <laughs>
3: uh, a giant jug thank you I'm good thank you
2: Okie dokie. And he does not pour himself a glass and <laughs> <laughs> he goes over to the courts. He's like, wow, he did a number on this dude. Uh, and he picks up the arm and stuff like that. He's like, ah, looks like it's. And he kind of puts him over the shoulder. He's like, I guess, to the pickling bucket. And uh he. He turns and looks at you, and the head's like draping on his neck and just kind of drips a little under his shoulder. It's very disgusting. And he's, uh, uh wait right here, touch nothing. And he walks into the back. Uh, the little beads separate, and he disappears into the back. Um, this is the time. Anybody want to do anything or wait for him to come back?
3: Uh... Really quickly, uh, Charles turns to, to Elizabeth and Blanche. Should we try to confront him about this whole thing, or let it be for now and Take see never, how Daddy. it goes?
2: <laughs> so he's like, yeah, we should totally talk to him. As like he, a burlap sack unfolds in front of him, and he just starts shoving. No, no. He <laughs> Ah, uh, but he does have a burlap sack in his hand. <laughs> it's like waiting for the word to be like, "Get as much stuff as you can." Uh, but yeah, as you're saying, to, should you wait or should you, you know,
5: what do y'all want to do? Elizabeth shrugs a little bit and and shakes her head and and then she goes, "It." By the look on his face, it kind of seems like he knew exactly what was what has happened already, I feel like he's sadly very much aware um, and only <laughs> managed to have a problem with his doings when it started affecting him, when it started affecting his reputation. And now that he can't go as he pleases in the inner the city, it's a problem for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's any point at this point in time to... Say anything, at least not not until we're further along. It seems like some people here died that wasn't really supposed to die, and in the meantime, we can help.
4: I feel like confronting him too. He has access to some very deadly items, and um, I'm not sure if we should, uh, you know, trust that.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, What what he said, it's true. Um, If some of these most of these people may have died not needing to die, not deserving to die, so if we can save them for now and maybe see how it goes. But I don't feel very comfortable continuing de- to deal with this person as is. But yeah, for now he I- I comes? Okay.
2: Yeah, he comes back in the room he's got... Oh, fucking pickling juice.
3: Oh, and by the way, we at least I thought we were not talking really loudly. We were don't know, kind of huddled together
5: and speaking,
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 speaking yeah. quietly.
2: Yeah, he walks in, Twig puts his head up. He's like, Hey, look, I got the bag. It's done me. <laughs> 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 I drop you. Uh, twitch, Twitch. Uh, and he goes, Okay, oh, whew, that was a rough one, guys. You're a good job. And he hands you two tokens and he's like, here you go. Oh, I'm sorry, he swipes the tokens real quick and writes two receipts for reputation uh, for your your guys' group. Um, But you did see the tokens and that's something new and different. Uh, But he writes two receipts. Uh, Here's a double reputation for your party. Good job, you completed both missions. Uh, He puts uh, 10 gold on the table for each of you, Uh, a vial of something. Uh, Each one of you has a different color. Uh, Blanche, you have a green uh, vial. Uh, It seems pretty thick and gooey. Um, Elizabeth, you have a blue vial, and it also seems like gelatinous style. Uh, And Charles, you have a red vial that has some yellow uh, sparkles in it.
3: Uh, uh, sorry, I it broke a little the connection, so I have a red one with the yellow sparkles? Yep. Okay.
2: And then for okay. completing the mission, you each get 25 experience points.
5: Uh, Elizabeth turns to Abraham to ask, um, is there a reason you didn't use a vial on this person in the same way you did with the last uh, corpse we brought back to you?
2: I mean, how do you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, come on back. Let me show you what I got going on back here. You guys going to follow?
5: This is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's invested now. <laughs> yeah, right. Blanche will follow.
2: I yeah. Blanche be the first one. Like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> dark evil shit. Uh, so, yeah, you start taking a staircase down and it's it's illuminated by uh mushrooms on the ceiling back that glow that illuminate the halls uh the hallway leading to the basement uh you guys walk in the room you see uh three cages on one side and you see that one creature you dealt with previously just chilling sitting in a stool or sitting on a stool not in the stool but on a stool um the other two cages are empty. you see a bunch of barrels up against the wall. And this room's pretty big. It goes up like 30, 40 feet. But you see a wall of barrels stacked up. Um, but they don't... Uh, on an inspection, they have dates and names uh, on the barrel. And then there's like barrel equipment off to the side. It looks like he makes his own barrels and has its own process. And then there's a huge fat on one side of the strange bubbling liquid in a glass uh, cylinder that's five feet wide by eight feet tall.
3: Can we try to see what's inside the the vat?
2: Oh, you can see through it. It's clear. How's oh, it's clear.
3: Okay. It, it's uh, it's tr- it's, it's tr- inside. It's, tr- it's, tr- tr- it's, tr- tr- it's tr- murky. Yeah. Okay, uh, sure. Can can I understand if there is anything inside?
2: Uh, do a perception. All
3: right. So, uh, perception. I got a six on the die and a perception, so a total ten.
2: Ah, uh, you don't see anything. There's no okay. chunks, it actually looks really clean, really clear. Um, yeah, it's interesting.
5: Elizabeth uh, looks a bit awestruck and uh, asks Abraham, this seems very impressive somehow. What are you doing down here?
2: Uh, doing nothing illegal. Uh, kind of nods his head. Of course. uh so basically uh, um, each one of these barrels and he has puts his arm on it has a date on it and a name of a person he's like oh so basically uh, this is kind of like a way to uh you know people don't like dying right so this is a way that you know I've built this formula that allows me to uh, uh basically regrow you and he points at some of the smaller barrels and like little pony cakes, he's like. Ah, it takes. It's like a three month, you know, incubation period. You know, that pesky nine. But a good three months, and I have to keep
5: rotating people around. Hmm. It, that means this out. is another way of resurrection, where your vial, the vials we got, simply act differently.
2: No, well, I mean, the vials you have reanimate. So, like, once you die, right? He kind of like looks around, uh, you know, you go somewhere, right? The corpse, your soul goes somewhere. This is just a, a way to tether your soul uh, to uh, our our existence, plane, whatever they call it. So, this
3: area. so the, the vials, you just gave us uh, work as a res. A short resurrection. Oh is that no,
2: it? no, no! Yours oh, does. Okay. Everybody's file does something different. Um, what oh, does
3: my What does mine do?
2: Uh, I don't know. You have to drink it, and it's like eyes ah, get really wide. Or maybe you should have someone else drink it, and he looks over at the the other uh, a twig. It looks like, <laughs> hey, wait, you guys got files? How do you get shit.
3: <laughs> can can I understand by his demeanor if he if he gives off any sort of vibe like the vibe, the vibe is good or bad thing a good uh, or a bad thing?
2: You can do an insight check.
3: Uh no, nothing. I got two plus uh, six eight.
2: Yeah, do you think he's. There is something about it that he's just not telling you.
3: Oh, okay. It's a okay. little shiesty, maybe. Okay. Or it could just be good. He's,
2: just, he's kind of like a little con artist.
3: Okay, yeah. It's, it's hard to read, yeah. Okay.
5: <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, no, I bombed the mic. I hope it doesn't make too much noise. Um, uh, Elizabeth uh, takes out her vial and kind of looks at this blue liquid and um will it be too dark for her to try and kind of like investigate it and see if she can recognize something from somewhere like she's seen it before or Uh, like it seems familiar somehow
2: medicine check Mm
5: -hmm.
2: 13 plus 3 16 you've seen this liquid before like it was used to um like maybe a acid of some sort really powerful
5: corrosive okay she kind of just keeps expect uh inspecting the vial and looking at it and trying to see if she can find it in her memory what what other uh, info she might have on it
2: okay uh do you have another insight
5: uh inside let's see 13 plus inside 16 again
2: uh nope that's you know that it's just a really powerful corrosive uh acid okay that can go through like metals okay
4: Blanche is going to take a look at hers as well. Um, Is Uh, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not. Um, See if it's anything maybe she's seen before. Okay.
2: Go ahead and uh, roll your medicine. Uh,
4: Thirteen.
2: Um. Uh you haven't seen anything like this before. You don't dabble in the vials that much. So yeah, it doesn't yeah, it doesn't get your interest. Okay. So, uh anybody interested in making a double? Did it. Excuse me? Yeah, oh, I did. It's just a piece of your soul. I mean, your blood, and bam! Three months later, a new you.
5: Why would I need a new me when I'm standing right here? Oh, you guys seem to live it's on big, the edge best of death. looks very suspicious <laughs> and kind of tries to read <laughs> Abraham's expressions. Oh,
2: you guys live on the edge of death. I mean, if, well, I mean what happens if you die and your soul is no longer tethered to this point? Actually, you know what? I don't I'm not a very good salesman for this. Usually people come to me knowing about it. You know what? I don't know how to sell it, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> As he's like he has a tube that he's filling up another of these uh kegs, giant barrels.
5: What are your prices for this service? And will it cost any sort of um effect on us now, or will it simply mean that if something were to happen, we're going to be able to get back to this point in time? Well,
2: basically, uh, the sample you give me now will be the sample if you come back. So, uh, you will be what you were when you left here. Nothing more. That should be my slogan! Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> oh, and the cost is, uh, well, roughly, there's storage fees. And then there's, like, unless you take it with you, some people do. I mean, that's uh, all on you. Uh, so there's storage fees, and then there's the extraction fee. Um, and, you know, there's the, well, you'd have to leave a small something so that if you do come back, uh, you have something here. Yeah. Uh, you know, like there's a cubby section on the wall and you see like outfits and stuff that are like shoved in cubbies and they have nice little some of them have covers and some of them aren't covered. Like the the, the quality of prices definitely show uh uh security wise. Uh your equipment. So yeah, if you want to leave a small fortune for yourself, ha <laughs> ha or any items or anything and it stays safe here i guarantee nothing will happen ish Uh, (laughs) yeah we also provide fire insurance flooding and uh, unnatural um, uh, 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 possession those are all insurances we cover some people don't do that what does
5: this what does this add up to in... Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Prices, prices. Uh, kind of looks you up and down. He's like, ah. hmm. Uh, let's, see. Let's, let's say, let's say five hundred gold uh, a piece. All right, that's good to know. And
5: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, that includes three years of storage. I'm doing a special discount just for you. <laughs>
5: I don't think it will be necessary at this point in time. Um, it's a nice offer. Very gentle of you. Thank you.
2: And uh, you see that there's a giant hourglass on one of the things, and it ran out, or it's running out. And he's like, oh, oh, this is what happens if you don't continue to pay your bill. And he waits a little bit after the thing. He waits a little bit longer. You guys are all just staring and waiting. He goes Oh, I guess they're not coming back. And he grabs a hammer and he like, busts open the top of the lid, and you see like uh, kind of like a uh, fully formed naked human just like <laughs> falling to the ground. And he's like, it uh, 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 he just starts hitting it with the hammer. And it's like, <laughs> uh, it's pretty horrifying. Twig's like. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god, uh, but it wasn't moving or anything. He's like, yep, and he pulls uh, another lever and uh, a little drop thing opens and he just kind of like shovels it into the, the little sheet and uh, it disappears and he squeegees the liquid into the drain. Uh, yeah, and it's very important that you keep your bills up because if you can't afford afterwards, I, I don't just keep stuff for storage. I mean, and you'll never know about that. <laughs> looks the hall.
3: <laughs> it's such a wonderful place, in Abraham.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I could have, I used to look for the people. You know, I have birds. Uh, well if we're downstairs. But I have birds that will send letters. It's just, this person's definitely way past their time. And it could be, oh, they can't be dead because then they would have came back.
3: Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and speaking about the recently passed, uh, do you have any more leads for us?
2: Oh yeah, come on upstairs. And he starts heading back up the stairs. You hear a slight moan coming from the drain. (laughs) Sound a little pit. (laughs)
3: Oh. <laughs> Twig's like
2: Hello <laughs>
3: Don't fall down, Twig Or I, fall down lying. I mean
2: <laughs> he turns around, he's like, I he's still alive. Wait, does that mean there could be two of us out walking? In? And he walks away and you hear help
3: me. <laughs> as he walks away. Charles tries to hold himself up and say, "Okay, we are trying to save more people, and we will deal with these later."
5: Elizabeth is kind of on board with feeling uneasy and like slowly looks back, but continues walking up the stairs nonetheless, feeling a bit uneasy.
2: This was an animated cartoon. It would pull out of the basement into the sky and the circular dome that's open with the three demigods looking down, they're like (laughs) I told you you wouldn't do it, I told you they're passing one past each other and then (laughs) it closes back up Uh, slightly dipping down the wrong path of moral decisions Uh, (laughs) certainly going to help that man, Uh, but yeah you guys get back upstairs and he starts pulling a file and he's like uh oh hey this is one of the people who are still alive um but they're slowly getting poisoned by uh <laughs> he looks at the shelf and he's like uh, <laughs> uh,
4: uh, cool uh,
2: there it is and he grabs like a powder <laughs> he comes in every week uh He's trying to get on that life insurance, you know what I mean? No, I don't know what that means either, but...
5: (laughs) Can you tell us anything else about this? Or is that all you know?
2: He's a major dick. But, you know, he pays good and doesn't ask questions. And, uh, I mean, I don't ask questions. He pays me not to ask questions. And I, I don't ask questions. So, yeah. I, you know, I sell stuff, right? I'm a, I'm a shop. You know, I do that. Just because I sell good and bad and middle things. I mean, hey, I mean, we're all business people here, right? Stretch, stretch.
5: Elizabeth has maybe, like, tried to hold hold back and keep being polite and know that there might be some people we're helping and all that stuff, but it, it kind of takes it out of her and she looked, looks very annoyed as she looks at him and, and just goes... You feel like you might need a better screening system for how you provide your services. No one second. because this oh. has come. This has come back to haunt you now. You can't go and see the, <laughs> the person you're very much in love with. As far as I can see, I still have the letter. She takes it out of her her bag and kind of puts it in his face, and this. This does not seem like it's helping
2: you. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so hold on now. Uh, if you read the document, uh she came in last week the four hours after he did, and she bought something similar. Uh so it's a little double whammy. Uh obviously, so um he- here's the deal. All right. He's a bad person and she's becoming a bad person. So it's your choice on who you want to help who pass the other one along. Your job is to figure out which one is more savable than the other one. Now, not necessarily. He could be doing it because she's evil. And she could be doing it because he's evil. I don't write the script, y'all. I just, I got the file for you. It's your moral decision on what how you want to approach. Or, you know what, I have this coin, reputation coin. If uh, you figure out and save both
3: of them. So and but you are saying that he's a bad person. What as a bad precisely? person? Too. I mean. and you said she's turning into into a bad person. Well so, I mean, she but, came into
2: the store after him last week, but I don't know, her personally, but I mean she could have been getting her stuff from another person that last uh, week. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs>
3: I wonder what does it make you then. I,
2: uh, 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 I don't know. I just. Do you, Do you want the job or not? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, just, uh, just just throwing balls here. But okay. Um. Regardless, Abraham. Uh, really, what uh, what has he done? Or just uh, Do you have any issue? or? for us what is causing
5: him to be a bad person
3: yeah
2: oh i i don't
5: know i you know um
2: people come in and buy it i don't read the gossip in the town uh so like, they live in a pretty big house i know that it belonged to uh they were a married couple that moved into another person's house and they shortly after passed because they were taking care of them uh And then they deeded the house to them, but it was deeded to the husband and not the wife. Uh, But that's really all I know. So, like, yeah, this could just be a whole house scanning thing.
3: And can you point us?
2: Oh, this house, it's uh, down at the end of the street.
5: Uh, it doesn't seem like it's that far of a walk then
2: no, it's like a ten minute like it's on the same road that you guys are, so like once you come out of a little cove of buildings, just go down the road That's if you're leaving the the little district area, and it's like one of the one of the bigger houses there
0: okay.
5: and uh, Elizabeth kind of turns around and like is, and we just we can always go and. I don't know ask somehow see what's going on
1: yeah
2: I think the house is going up for auction um, next week something about moving I'm not really sure or they're selling it someone's selling it he's like "Hmm." but I think they have to live in it together unless one of them passes and then they can sell the house and move forward I'm not really sure which direction they're going on that one
5: Okay. Well, you seem to know more than you initially said and listen to more gossip than you initially said. And yeah, thank you I, for that. I, 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 you
2: know, I had pigeons. <laughs> and, he <went> <laughs> him, and There's just like a dozen pigeon heads like looking in. Just like... <laughs> uh, he's like, matter of fact, I'm getting more gossip right now. And he opens the window and they come, like, flocking in. He's like, Ace Ventura style. And uh, they all have little, like... <laughs> Uh, scrolls attached to their legs. He's like, yes,
5: more more.
2: Um, <laughs> but, oh, God, the snail mail. Uh, he goes and opens a little latch on the ground. <laughs> it's just this like, snail, it's just like, thanks. Uh, and he has a paper attached to him. So when he picks up the newspaper, it, it grows into his hand because the mail is only... He can only carry so much big documents so he shrinks him down with his own uh mail magic and uh so it grows into i can use like, paper he's like yeah more stuff and uh he drops a little <laughs> packet of something down for the snail and he's like, Ooh, it's like claws like kind of walks over because he it doesn't have hands uh and heads through the little path
3: so should we start on it
5: yeah, around. it seems like seems like the next next place to go, and maybe we can save a couple of people, or convince them to get a divorce. I don't know.
2: Yeah, matter of fact, you know, this is a double deal. So I, they're both on my list. They're, they're both on the list. So if you offer them both and bring back their souls morally, then you know it's a two for one. Oh yeah, here's All the right. vials. And he hand you two vials.
5: Thank you. Elizabeth picks them up and puts them in her, her little bag by her side.
2: Okay. Yep. Y'all enjoy your. Uh, well, it's getting dark out now. You guys have been doing this all day.
3: Uh,
2: I have plenty of room downstairs.
3: Uh, I think we are, we are settled for the next few days, Abram, but thank you for your kindness.
2: No problem, come back anytime, you probably should, and then, uh, yeah, so, going outside you guys realize it is becoming dark, and as you know, the, uh, the, you start seeing people put those weird things back on the doors, yeah. uh, and, uh. And they don't even wave at you. They're just like, uh... "So it's becoming night time again." Where would you guys like to go?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth turns to to the two others and goes, "Um, I think we still have. I think we paid for two nights in at the inn. We we paid um, for three. Three. I
3: think.
4: For three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah."
5: um lovely even better we can go back there um or we can i don't know try and go to that house if they say it's a big house and they might only live two people we can say that we might be interested in buying and ask hey, if we can stay there, there the night idea. yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: so, so, sounds like a great plan i give you a, what did
2: you say kelly i'll give you 10 xp for that Nice call. all right <laughs> You guys make your way over there as dawn approaches. I mean, uh, dusk. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a big oak door. The house is three stories, very well kept on the outside, at least. Uh, and it's got a brass door knocker. Blanche will lift this... up
4: and knock the door. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It creeps open and uh, a very well-looking human uh, stands there and she's wearing full, like, dress of, like, dining dress. Like, she is to the nines, um, dressed up. Like, she's throwing a party or something. And she's like, darling. And a gentleman steps next to her and he is dressed to the nines as well. Little monocle in his eye, and he's got a little pipe, uh, pinstripe suit, and uh, very like he looks like the Monopoly dude. Uh, <laughs> creepy. No, more creepier than the Monopoly guy, but
5: you know, taller. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, kind of gets up next to Blanche and asks um, excuse me for um, we apologize for for bothering you sir and and madam. Are you having a party?
2: Every day is a party.
5: That sounds amazing. (laughs) Um, We heard that this house (laughs) we heard that this house um, might be up for auction and we were actually wondering if it's no trouble if possible um that we could get to spend the night here to see how the house feels we're kind of interested in in looking at it and elizabeth kind of looks around and trying to find something that reminds her of home some something she can comment on like oh i see you have this beautiful wooden door it it reminds me very much of home um and i would very much If you don't mind, we can help with some cleaning if it's a price to to pay for your hospitality. Come in and stay the night. Oh no,
2: please come on in. We enjoy renters. Uh, And you're let into the room. uh, And this place is like spotless. And it looks like something out of back home in the 18th century and not the 15th seems very well put together. Uh, and there's even items from uh, the, the time period in which you came from. Very out of character.
5: Is there something in particular Elizabeth um, notices? Maybe something that reminds her of the manner she lived in herself with her parents?
2: Uh... Nope. Do uh, oh. <laughs> a do a history check, and an investigation.
5: Okay, history that keeps falling on thirteen. Uh, history. Um, that would be seventeen. Okay. And uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, perception. Perception. Um. 17
2: plus 5. 22. Damn
5: it. Uh, Yeah, there's just a lot more
2: finer oil paintings that you would see from this period, and the carvings of the shelving for the the bookshelves are more... It doesn't look like it's uh, shipwood, like most of the houses around here that have that are built out of the ships that founded this area, uh, but the, this looks more carved, more ornate, different. It looks like finer, finer work done to to the inside. Okay. Uh, so interested in the house, we can do a tour uh, in a little bit. Um, so it's the five, four of you. What's that strange man doing over there?
3: Uh, it's, tw- it's Twig. He it usually helps with carrying our luggage and. Uh...
2: <laughs> hey, <laughs> he walks back over and he's like, "Yeah, you're right. I go get the bags. Wait, we don't have any bags. And it's <laughs> a burlap sack in front. He goes, "I have a bag. Though. We can put stuff in it. Uh, uh
3: as you see, I'm, we are sorry for any. <laughs> misbehaving but uh, he is someone we just picked up and we are trying to but uh, help is always difficult to find these days so we are we can't be that picky uh, but we are trying to teach him how to do things properly right Twig? and I uh, in a way that I try not to be too um um uh, uh, I try to do uh, to wink at him in a way that the the um, w- a man and the woman don't, uh, doesn't know don't notice that yeah like uh, behave twig like,
2: he's like I, yeah not even no, the God side or something he swipes <laughs> yeah. a bottle from like uh, the table and he goes Ooh, 1742 grand hmm this is a good one and he uh takes a seat and he's like and he's uh, again you don't mind if I if I have and they're like no not at all Uh,
3: again we are so so very sorry for for this Uh, but um, we are a a traveling group Uh, I myself I'm Charles uh, Elizabeth and um, Blanche we are pleased to be in your presence uh, madam and sir
2: yes and as they're both Uh, facing you and you're talking to them twigs like holding the bottle up and pointing at the date (laughs) on the bottle like something's different (laughs) something's really different Uh, (laughs) as Charles
5: is talking Elizabeth she she did (laughs) she did pick up on the fact that that Twix said 1700 something, and she grabs the bottle out of his hand and kind of nudges him on the shoulder again, like, You're in a in other people's homes. You need to be polite. And then she kind of <laughs> puts the, the lid on on the bottle uh, cork um, on again and puts it down. Um,
2: and then he Jack Sparrow spiders his legs long and he sits on the opposite side of you and goes, Fine.
5: <laughs> and then she proceeds to ask excuse me this says 1700 and something how how did you come about this this bottle
2: oh that's 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 not that's nothing that's nonsense and uh, everybody roll perception
3: and uh, b- by the way uh, Kelly just um, Charles at least he was trying to present the group so that we could also get the name of the of the couple
2: oh they they haven't presented their name. Yeah, they're they're avoiding the. <laughs> the third goes... one, natural ah, twenty. Geez, you need to be in a combat. <laughs> this needs to be a combat episode. Jesus.
5: Okay, I have um. Okay, not a natural twenty, but twenty in total. Fifteen plus five.
3: Okay. So per- I have a seventeen. Okay. Perception. I have twenty-four total.
2: Okay. Uh, as she puts her arm up to point towards the direction you see a pair of 1865 Derringers uh, that adorn her left side. And they're one over the other, kind of as if she could go like this, and pull them both out simultaneously. And they are not single shot. They have a revolver uh, mechanism, so they're a little modified. So definitely not 1502. And uh, she seems to be having some form of maybe chainmail link beneath her shirt. Maybe a plate or some sort. Uh, And then he's like, yes, yes. And as he points the other direction, he also has a pair uh, on the opposite side of him. And he seems to, when he hit his belly with these fucking natural 20s and 20s, uh, you notice that they have (laughs) armor plating uh, beneath his but more of like a Spanish uh, Quistador uh, 1600 um, chest plate, which is oddly identifiable with the natural 20 with the rest of you kind hearted <laughs> folks. Um, so you're picking up 300, almost 500 years worth of uh, of equipment between the two of them that's not, or 400 years, uh, that is not relevant to the current century that you're in and uh, as after having of,
5: seen this is there anything else that stands out in the same way or is it just what they have on their person
2: just, just right now and on the opposite side of the room there's twin french doors um, that open up uh, as they open them because they're like behold the room and as you look into this Uh, dining room uh, come join us for dinner and we'll show you the accommodations and talk about the property and as you all saunter in uh, you see strange looking plates silverware uh, different styles of cups nothing you've ever seen before and there's um stuff you've never like a mixture of several different objects in this room that you've never seen before maybe from different generations or time periods but it's obviously a lot different and uh yeah and uh that's where we're gonna end uh, this episode no
3: <laughs> I want to know <laughs> I want
5: to know want to know and don't eat (laughs) yes
0: thank you for listening to crumpets and kerosene the golden age our cast is comprised of stephanie mccleskey as blanche gray the wizard patina schroeder as elizabeth everly the ranger philippe garcia as charlie wolfwood the cleric zachary o'day as the fighter and andrea as the paladin kelly williams is our storyteller we would also like to give a special shout out to all the voice actors, artists, and content creators that help bring each episode to life. You can find our show on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Check out our Instagram at Crumpets and Kerosene and join our Facebook group at Crumpets and Kerosene Podcast. You can also find us on Discord. All links can be found in the show notes. Our intro and outro music is done by Iron Heed, a heavy metal band from Rancagua, Chile. Audio editing is done by Kelly Williams. Sound effects sourced from Epidemic Sounds, Boom Library, and remastered on Vegas Pro 19 and Adobe edition.
2: Maximum roll. Join us each week as we interview folks within the gaming and entertainment industry, such as writers, illustrators, artists, podcasts, Twitch and YouTube streamers, social media content creators, handcrafted gaming, apparel, and merchandise, and much more. You can find Maximum Roll on Apple and Spotify and anywhere else you find your podcast. If you want to be interviewed on the show, just email us at MaximumRollEntertainment at com or Instagram at Maximum underscore Roll underscore Entertainment underscore LLC.
1: This is Mark Reinhagen, creator of Vampire the Masquerade, and all those other monster games. If you like what I did before, you're going to love the Accursed series of games using a narrative version of the D20 5e game system in which you play cursed beings in a dark fantasy setting called Lost Lauren. I'm working with a collective of artists, writers, and game designers called the Tailspinners to bring this world and these games to life, and you're welcome to join us on the ride. We are releasing a new zine every month uh, which in a series of six detail and outline a unique and amazing campaign setting we started with bloodstone isle and are moving next onto invictus the city of bridges for a nominal sum you can get these delivered to you monthly on patreon just type in patreon.com backslash lostlorn thanks for listening
2: use that oh look at this hello <laughs> Oh, interrupting. <laughs> <One more time. laughs> we have our sixth. Mi- oh, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Bye bye. Yeah, i
4: Okay. Yep. <laughs> you good. Yep. One more.
2: There we go. That's <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> <Bye-bye.
1: laughs> moving on to. <laughs>
3: Charles, uh, Bettina, and uh, Elizabeth, and